Fuck it, we ball. Basically, yeah. fuck it, we ball. <laughs> there is sort of a grey line between, you know, being cocky and being confident. No, but I had a, I had a pressure washing job this morning, and I had I started at like eight. Damn. I like to start at eight, so I was like, I got up at like six, and I got back last night from going out at like one. So I was like <laughs> so tired, and I was like praying that it rained. Yeah, you know, so I could just be like, oh, I guess it's raining, you know, but um. <laughs> I, I did that and then I, I was supposed to finish it. I want to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I was supposed to finish it and I thought it would only take three hours. And it was like not that simple. Cause it, I, so I did a deck okay. and it had paint on it. And like the oh. way paint sits on wood, it's like so much harder to, to remove. So, Do you have to like rip it off or is it just like pressure I mean, washer? you can get it with a pressure washer, but it's like so much slower. Um, so I thought, I was listening to podcasts and I usually do that just to pass the time or whatever. Yeah. But... It was, it just took a lot longer than I thought. So I had to like stop doing that. And I was like, oh, I got to go. And then um, luckily you needed 30 more minutes because that actually helped me. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I was going to apologize. You know, no, you're like, good. You're good. Um, the reason I wanted to, I wanted to have you on is every single person I've talked to that's like about, like we've mentioned your name, they always use the same adjective. Like that guy's really cool. Damn. Which is, <laughs> and it, yeah, I, th I thought it was funny because they always use cool, not like nice, because you meet a lot of nice people. Mm -hmm. But like, I, it's it's kind of almost rare to like for the same like a lot of different people to be like, dude, he's so cool. And I really wanted to know like kind of why that is. And I, I know we've met before, and I, yeah. I know you're really nice and all that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, but I I kind of just wanted to hear your whole story. I know yeah. you're from Pakistan, right? Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to like just hear your whole story as much as you're willing to share of like where you grew up, mm -hmm. like um, maybe if religion's important to you, kind of talk about like that and mm -hmm. just almost the transition to maybe how you found out about WNL and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But yeah. I kind of, yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, casual conversation. honestly, this is, this is amazing. I, um, it feels good to know that people think I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good sort of validation. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's honestly, yeah, I would love to, you know, talk a little bit about myself, get to know you. I know we've met um, a couple of times, but mm -hmm. haven't really like talked more about. Yeah, and I'm hoping there's like a like casual life. conversation. Yeah. We don't have to worry yeah. about like the yeah. camera and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, no, that's um, fine. But I'm willing to share as much as you are. So it's yeah. not like an interview. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. no, honestly, yeah, go for it. Um, uh, this is my first time being on either side of this table. So yeah, yeah, yeah. a little nervous, but you know, you can you can start off and then we can, yeah. you know, go, go back I mean, and forth. So I... A lot of people, like a, a big part of my identity, I guess, is I'm from Belarus. I was born mm -hmm. in Minsk. Okay. And I was adopted at like a year and a half. I don't remember mm -hmm. anything of it. You know, I was, I was pretty young, but it's still, you know, it's it's a, it's a fun thing to like have as my identity. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I'm involved in Liberty Lexington, which is uh, a, I guess, student news um not news, but we just write articles. It's an organization okay. on campus where okay. we write articles about Eastern European politics. Okay. Um, and just keeping up to date, for instance, on the Ukrainian war and all that kind of stuff going mm -hmm. on. But um, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I've been in South Carolina pretty much my whole life. So okay. it's, it's, it's very interesting to hear about people that haven't lived in the U.S. Mm -hmm. their whole life. I have, uh, I don't know if you know Tade. No. Tade, he's... Um, He's a wrestler, Tade Omasore. 
he's a wrestler. He was my roommate freshman year, but he's from Nigeria. Okay. And um, it was just the our whole freshman year was just conversations of like the differences, and he I got to try some of um, their you know the, the food over yeah. there, and it was just like it, I, I love that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I wanted to know like where you where you're from in Pakistan, and then like how old you were, maybe kind of mm-hmm. just like yeah, what you would tell someone else. Yeah. Before I begin question, have you ever been to um, either Belarus or like Eastern Europe? I have not. Um, I want so I've been to the the farthest east I've act, I've been to Eastern Europe I've been to Poland I've been to okay. Krakow okay um that was my sophomore year and I did that for a, a school trip I was part of a singing choir mm-hmm. of like thirty men and women um in high school mm-hmm. and we got to go to the Czech Republic we got to go to Prague right. we started in Krakow so we flew to um, Frankfurt mm-hmm. Germany mm-hmm. right and then. Took a connecting flight to Krakow. Um, that was actually my first time on a plane since I was adopted. Wow. Yeah. That trip, so that was there was a lot of like new experiences on that trip. But I yeah. went, we went to Krakow. We got to visit Auschwitz, which was um, mm. you know pretty eye opening. But that mm-hmm. was you know there was a lot, and then got to go to Prague. But that was all I've really experienced. Um, I want if I'm able to go, hundred mm-hmm. percent would love to. But it's uh, I don't know how much you know about it, but Alex. Xander Lukashenko is mm-hmm. the president right now, and he's mm-hmm. basically like controlled by Putin. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's bad. Uh, so. the, I, I don't know. Have you met um, Masha? She's a senior um, here. She's from Belarus, um, and she is in. She's very into Eastern European politics, including mm-hmm. like including Belarus's to the point where like she's very. She's I think she's a sociology major, very much into like. Very much about people and politics and, mm-hmm. you know, activism and that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, I met her my freshman year. And at the time, I think in Belarus, there was a lot of like political activity happening two years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. to the point where her friends were like sort of being arrested every now and then. Um, and so she would, you know, there were times when she was like, you know, m- like just morally and like, you know, mentally down and like she would yeah. she would post about it and like, talk about so like if you're actually you know into it and like I could I could connect it. To I would love that. I would yeah. love that. We I could possibly um, have her on too. Yeah. I, was it I, was it around like two years ago or something? Yes. So okay. Fall of yeah. 2020, Yes. So there were a lot of protests going on, mm-hmm. um, in Belarus. And what's funny is, I, luckily, I was keeping up with that because it's important to me. But I was asked about those protests during my WNO interview. Nice. Like to go in, so I was like, I was like low because they knew yeah. I was from Belarus. Yeah. So they're like, hey, are, are you keeping up with that? And luckily, I had a yeah. good answer and <laughs> yeah. I was prepared for that. But I mean, um, no, I mean, I, I've never been in contact with mm-hmm. my parents. I have two biological sisters. Okay. Um, one was eleven when I was a um, year and a half. Okay. So obviously, my parents weren't going to adopt someone that was, you know, she's mm-hmm. already been institutionalized, and mm-hmm. um, it's just so difficult to make that language yeah. transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other sister, who was about a year younger than me, mm-hmm. um, she, they, tr- my parents tried to adopt her, and then Alexander Lukashenko shut down adoptions. Oh, wow. Like when I, I was already, I think, confirmed to be adopted or whatever, mm-hmm. so they got past that barrier. But um, they tried to get my sister, um, and they shut that off. And my parents wrote to. Nikki Haley was the governor of South Carolina at the time, mm-hmm. and they had her uh, support and involvement, and they couldn't really yeah. do anything. But, yeah, it's 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 rough, but at, at the same time, I don't think we would have – my parents wouldn't have adopted um, 
my brother Ike from St. Petersburg, Russia, mm-hmm. had we gotten her. So okay, it um yeah. you know there, there's a plan for everything. Yeah, you know yeah. life life works out in very mysterious ways. Right, right. Uh, so well, I'm I'm glad you're here. You know, yeah, I, I hope your sisters are doing fine and <laughs> I'm sure they're they're, they're doing well. I appreciate it. But do you, um, so do you come from a big family or um. Uh, from my nuclear family, we are five. Uh, so I have one one uh, sister, one brother, older brother, uh, younger sister. Brother's two years older. He just finished med school. Um, and he's in. The, is he in the states? He will be in J- June of this year. So he got okay. his residency in Florida. Uh, so he will. He's doing pediatrics. Oh, that's um, cool. And then my sister is in eleventh grade. She's. She, I was a strong to her. She's doing her. She has her finals going on. Um, my hopes and dreams and plans are for her to eventually come here um, right. in a couple of years. Um, we all go. We all went to a British school. She still goes to like a British education. Like we follow the British education right. system, and they do thirteen years of schooling instead of twelve. Oh wow! Um, so right. she's in grade eleven, but still has two more years to go. Uh, part of the reason why schools in England are three years and not four years is because they do thirteen years of high schooling and then plus three oh, versus okay. twelve plus four. That makes sense. Um, Parents, dad's a doctor, uh, mom, um, mom, mom is a stay-at-home mom, um, lover to death. Um, so sort of big, not really. Like yeah. I feel like in the past generation, three three kids is normal sort of thing. Um, Where are you from? Uh, from Karachi, which is like the metropolitan city on the coast. It's a city, uh, it's a city of 20 million people yeah. or plus if you count the suburbs sort of thing. Wow. Um, have always lived in like apartments. I think the lowest I've ever lived is on the seventh floor of a building, really? which is very crazy. And like growing up, like honestly, we it was crazy to me. Um, and it was some. It wasn't crazy to me until I got here. Like we have grown up with neighbors, and my neighbors are like uh, my common room uh, or yeah. like common lounge wall, and their common lounge wall is like this. And if I really? shout loud enough, they can probably hear it in their home, right? Right. It wasn't until I came here, I realized neighbors were like people who lived a mile down the road and they call them neighbors. And I was like, they are not your neighbors. You know, like for yeah. me, it was like, honestly, if I sh- if my TV was loud enough, they could probably hear it. Right. Uh, there was you're there were times. You're seeing them 24-7, you're yeah. them 24-7. Yeah, and it's like there were times when like if someone shouted at their house, we could hear it. Oh, like there's drama happening, you know, around us. Yeah. So I've sort of grown up in that environment. Um, in 2011... Uh, so my dad's a doctor and he got a job in the Middle East. So we moved to Oman for three years, came back. And where is that? Uh, Oman is a country oh, 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 right, bes- oh, yeah, yeah, Oman, it's right beside it's um, UAE no, and Saudi. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, we lived in a city called Ibri. It was a very small city, mm-hmm. uh, three hours from Muscat, which is the capital of Oman. Yeah. Um, lived there for three years and then went back to Pakistan. Did um, you like that place? Yes and no. Um, it was, I think... It was good to get out of the country and like just explore and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to an Indian school there, so I learned Hindi. Yeah. Um, Hindi is a language very similar to the national language of Pakistan, which is Urdu, like speaking-wise, but very different writing-wise. Like right. the script is very different. Yeah. And I think to this day, because... So I did my grade 6 through 8, all my middle school years in, in the Middle East. But because I did like my foundational years there, I think my, my written prowess in Hindi... To this day, is still better than Urdu because I think my foundation was built, you know, during yeah, those yeah, years. Yeah. Um, I've heard but, of um, Urdu. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Urdu. Urdu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, that's pretty cool. So, is it is it the same as um, 
Excuse my ignorance. Yeah, is, is it the same as you're writing right to left? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's okay. like the Arabic script. Uh, okay. script. It's very similar. Gotcha. Uh, which is why, so we because it was a Middle Eastern country, I also took Arabic. So I could mm-hmm. always like read and write Arabic, right. but I couldn't speak Arabic or like understand until like a few uh, years. Okay. But writing was fine, so I could like was fine right. with exams and stuff like that. Went back in 2014, um, did a couple more years of schooling. So I did my grade 9, 10, and 11. And then after I did my grade 11 uh, in 2017, um, I came to the U.S. Um, I did this like foreign exchange program by the Department of State. And they send you to these remote locations. Mm -hmm. Um, And lo and behold, my remote location was Lexington, Virginia. Really? Uh, Just coincidentally? It was very coincidental. I was supposed to come here August of 2017. I get an email in June of 2017 saying, hey, I'm going to this address. I look up this address on Google Earth and it's a house in Rockbridge County. Um, So I came here in August, went to Rockbridge County High School that year, 2017 to 2018. And that's how I got to know about WL. I did not know... Frankly, I really did not know Lexington existed, let alone WL existed. So it's like coming from a city of 20 million people to a town of 7,000, Lexington, you know, what, 40,000 outside. Very crazy. You know, very, very big change. Um, Lived in, frankly, in the middle of nowhere compared to where I came from. Like I come from a concrete jungle, you know. Here was, I I ended up living with a family, um, you know, and then... They live with uh, basically at a house surrounded by trees. And yeah. I, I had never seen so much greenery in my life, let really? alone just my house. I gotcha. Um I've seen the I've seen the photos of um like you look at uh where the what's it called? In in India where the Taj Mahal is. Yeah. But like right next to it, you see the photo of the Taj Mahal, but if you zoom out it's it's the city. There's well there's the city and then there's also like a lot of trash and stuff, yeah. like right out yeah, there. That's very common. It's crazy. So how does how does that compare to um the city you're from is it is it very divided or like where the apartments will be right next to lower housing or is it um, you know what I mean? So you know the term how in the west it's called I think the term is um, across the rails or something across right. across the tra- across the tracks yeah and like tracks are sort of like the dividing factor. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a very similar phrase in in my city. It's called across the pull. So there's a bridge, and it's like you're either on one side of the the bridge or the pool or you're on the other side of the bridge and it's very much dependent it's sort of sort of you know um divided on terms of in terms of socioeconomic stuff yeah um because across that pool um is where the relatively newer housing is also closer to closer to the beach so it's like smaller like the like the population density is lower okay. uh, buildings get shorter and as you get closer and closer to the beach um they all become houses so i have a lot of friends um you know who live in these like you know, just your normal houses right. um i live across that bridge so i'm you know i went to a private school there was so I passed by the beach every time i drove to the school mm-hmm. uh so my area like you know I was, you know, fortunate enough to be, you know, yeah, be brought up and like, you know, just born in a family right. that sort of, you know, did have um, or through the years, you know, my my parents have worked very hard to, you know, be where they are. And eventually we are at a spot right now where, you know, we do um, live comfortable lives, I would say. Um, so trash is a problem, but not that big of a problem. Like you wouldn't really notice it per se. Yeah. Um, 
but as you go there are certain factions you know certain locations where if you go like it is it's it's hard to breathe because yeah. you know yeah um so i mean it's a city of 20 million people you know like it's it's hard to also generalize it's it is honestly i feel like the melting pot of pakistan in a lot of ways because people from all over do come down um yeah. and just take up trade like i think my our my city is responsible for 80 to 90% of the entire country's tax revenue mm-hmm. so that you know everything is happening so people will come over from from your like there's people who are known for like you know owning like cafes and stuff like that so yeah. there's a certain faction of people who own all the garments and textile and that sort of thing there are people you know who who are known for like service industry job so sort of like that um so i think it comes with in all shapes and forms of course um so i finished my year here in 2018 uh so i had done my grade 11 and i came here i was a junior here uh but this year was sort of honestly i just wanted to experience what the american life right. was like i was you know 16 17 at the time yeah lexington's not the best place It's, to do that i it? It, it actually was <laughs> i like honestly i i lucked out very greatly i ended up living with the sirovis um they're a great great family you very know great. and very great 5 years down the line i still like you know go to church with them or like go to home go home to them they're also b- big into like pakistani food so like yeah. you know okay that's mama, good to hear mama mama ronda will you know make up biryani and stuff like that when oh, i'm yeah. home and i'll help her out and stuff like that it's like if 5 years down the line they're still i still they still think of me as their foreign kid and like I'm, you know, I'm in the family Absolutely. chat, and Absolutely. I call her mom and dad. They call me as their son. I feel like, compared to a lot of my, so we were a group of seventy-five um, when we left Pakistan, mm-hmm. um, and you know we were placed all over. I had some. I had one friend of mine was placed in Ala- in Alaska. Wow. Um, in Juno. In I think it was close to Juno, or if not Juno. Alaska uh, because I think there's very few cities in Alaska yeah. where you know there's enough density that they would accept like a foreign kid. And is this totally um, random with the Yeah, so the way it works is we just we we like we write essays and stuff in yeah. our in our profile and like we take like an English test and stuff like that but we basically just have a file with our information on it, maybe a picture if not even a picture. <laughs> yeah. And there's things like oh we are interested in doing this this and this. Yeah. So there's like the program that we work with has these local coordinators who would be like okay this guy wants to swim and oh we have a community pool in our in our town he'd be a good fit here okay but if i'm like hey i want to swim and like play basketball and you know your town does not have either of those programs it doesn't make yeah. sense to like you know bring that kid here yeah. because he won't they won't be happy or like you know it's it's like a two ways yeah. and they just pick your file out of a file of you know hundreds and then they find families in that town um um to like host them for the year yeah. um and i think like the department of state pays the public schools whatever i think there's a per student charge because it costs you know a certain because technically public schools are funded by property taxes right so right. i think there's complaints of like oh we are funding like this foreign kid or whatever but then like the department of state reimburses the schools from what i know yeah. but there's like technicalities to that Um cool. so I lucked out I honestly had an amazing time I spent so much time at WNL even when I was at Rockbridge County uh just because again it's a small city yeah. there isn't really anything else to do right um, that or VMI I it had a VMI <laughs> and like it's hard to like hang out at VMI I don't think yeah. you can like 
I've never heard of anyone be like, hey, I'm going to go hang out at VMI. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Well, um, also, the, the buildings are painted that, like, dark I, tan. It's not very inviting. I, I took a, um, a tour of VMI when I was here. And, you know, we went around and they were like, yeah, this is like, this is like, you know, uh, the barracks, the first, the first, and it seemed, it seemed like a scene out of a movie because yeah. it's like, it's, there's only one entrance. It's basically a gated yeah. thing and it's like a quadrangle. It, it seemed like a prison. Yeah. Like a, to a 16, 17 year old me, I was I like, I don't think this is, you yeah. know, what I thought yeah, life would exactly. be Exactly. Like. That's hilarious. Um, but then, you know, went back, uh, finished my last two years of schooling and, Again, ended up applying to a bunch of places and then everything considered. Uh, I ended up getting a Johnson um, and then considering that I have a family that lives, you know, six miles from here. Everything just sort of fell into place. And then I was like, it's time to go back. I yeah. I think I was the first person from. So the local coordinator here has been doing this since 2004, 2005. So she's brought in like dozens of kids over the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think she said I was the first one to like go back and then come back within like a couple, like come back for college at least to Lexington. There's people who come back, but like went to other cities. Yeah. Um, but then your friend, kind of your friend in Alaska is probably not in Alaska right she now. She is not in Alaska <laughs> now. She is in the US, I think somewhere. Um, but um, I don't, I don't really know where. But, okay. Uh, so did you, you, so you said it was a group of 75? Yes. You, are you in touch with all them? Are you pretty good? Uh, not all of them, some more than others. So because, um, so this program, um, every, picks i think there were a few countries mostly primarily uh, slash all of them were muslim majority countries and because pakistan i think has the second or the third largest number of um, muslims in the world mm-hmm. uh, so we we were the second biggest group i think the biggest group was from indonesia uh, i think they have the biggest population and then us and then places like jordan had like 20 some kids places like tunisia lebanon mm-hmm. 20 30 uh, saudi arabia 5 to 10 so they, it was sort of like that but because we were 75, the way the program works in, in Pakistan is it's sort of divided into north and south regions. Okay. So there were two groups. Um, I Because I'm from Karachi and the south, my group was, I want to say, either 27 or 30, I think it was 37. And then 40 some, or no, 27 from us and then 30 something um from up north whatever the math worked out so that group went was a lot closer because they flew together and our group was sort of closer because we flew together and back then this was 2017-18 and it was prior to covid so all the intercontinental flights used to stop in europe Mm -hmm. so we flew from karachi which is like the biggest airport to to dubai dubai to frankfurt Mm -hmm. and then frankfurt to dc and it was, wow. it was, I think it was like it's a, a 30, flight. it was a 30 hour total like journey time because we had to spend eight some hours in Dubai, eight some hours in Frankfurt. Wow. And then it's like an 18 hour flight uh-huh. as is. So it was like, a, if you spend, you know, and like we had a week long orientation yeah. with all 75 before in, in July, before we all came here. So we knew everyone. Some yeah. of us were, some of us had friends from up north, you know, were more closer depending on whatever your interests were. Right. Um, back then, I still feel like, you know, for people in Asia, for our people our age, I think Facebook is still a thing, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely was back then. So like we, we all had like so Facebook groups. Right yeah. So, um, That's cool. and then, um, we were 75 when we went 74 when, ca- when we came back because when, yeah. when an incident happened, um, in Texas, 
um, school shooting um, in Texas, May of 2018. Uh, so that was like a thing with our group that some, you know, some of us were close to that person uh, more so than others. So that was another thing. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm very close to some of them. Um, one of my best friends still, she, she is in upstate New York. Okay. Uh, she goes to Clarkson. We have never heard of that. Um, it's a, it's an engineering technical okay, school. Yeah. She's doing aerospace there. Oh, that, um, oh really? Yeah. Aerospace. No, I, <laughs> I, I talk to her and like, I ask her the stuff that she's doing. Yeah. And like the things that I'm doing and I just feel like I'm not, I'm not challenging myself, <laughs> you know, because she, the classes that she's taking, it's like all science all like, yeah. you know, like pilot stuff, you yeah. know, and I'm like, I'm doing econ and math, you know, yeah. like I'm writing essays right, and she's right. like studying aeroplanes. Yeah. And I'm I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just a different perspective. Yeah. And what, I mean, I'm sure if, if you were seeking out to do that. Kind yeah. Of stuff, no, I, I, I'm, you, you know, I'm, but. It's interesting to me, but it's not something I would, you right. know, no, would want to do that professionally or um, so. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, that was a good, good time. Um, that's cool. And then, so that's, that's a big, big chunk of just like the whole of, of your life of just, yes. you know, preparing to leave uh, your country, the whole orientation mm-hmm. and then finally getting settled in. I mm-hmm. want to know how, I want to know how you got matched with Lexington, like, cause you said, you said um, that someone could say, "Oh, I'm into basketball, or I'm mm-hmm. into this kind of stuff," and they'll they'll find you a place that's kind of mm-hmm. similar to that. What What did you have in yours? I think in mine, I read my file later. Um, I think I wrote I wanted to try out swimming. So I come from a coastal area, but I did not know how to swim mm-hmm. at all, and I really want like it was a skill that not a lot of like you would imagine the people living on the coast would yeah. know how to swim. So it's not a big thing to no. teach kids no. growing up, mainly okay. because our beach isn't. It's not an ocean. It's a sea that leads into an ocean. Where that's the Indian uh, Ocean, or it's the it's the Arabian Sea that leads into the Indian Ocean. Okay, I'm trying to figure um, that out. And because yeah, it's yeah. like, I feel like a lot of the coastal areas here um, in the U.S. are not like they're not leading into cities. They're leading into like sort of like smaller towns, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, yeah, and they're like more so. Um, I want to say, you know, like vacation places. So they're cleaner, you know, per se. Right. Um, our beach isn't the cleanest at all, uh, to the point where like I pass by it. Like there's private beaches that you can, you know, rent out huts at. But considering, you know, there's only a fraction of the population, it would be yeah, right there. Um, gotcha. so, so bottom left. Um, oh, gotcha. So that's right. the yeah, it's that Arabian Sea that Arabian sort of leads into, leads into the, the ocean. Okay. Um, well. Yeah. B- because there's so many people and considering, you know, a lot of also a lot of people also come into Karachi from a lot of like the interior regions um, just for like the beach. This it's such a concentrated like the concentration of people is so high that it's sort of the natural consequence of that is it's you can if you're on the beach, you kind of yeah. want a little, you know, makes sense um, clean and just to yourself sort of thing uh, so that's not the case which is why like you don't swim in the oceans yeah which means that's you, not a big thing no so which, beach life there is not the same as like no, in the united states no. where people have oh beach no homes oh no really uh, like beach home like we do have houses but it's like right. people live there it's not like it's not like vacation homes oh wow. um our like beach stuff is basically like there's three um private beaches in karachi um but you sort of have to like drive an hour to get there 
um and like rent out huts and stuff like that for the for the weekend yeah. or for the day um but there's only you know there's only there's a specific faction of a socioeconomic class who can do that which also you. means like it's sort of excluded and so right. to this day people like if if i was to like have a party or like just hang out with my friends um it would be a good space to go because it's you know excluded and like a little private right. uh, cleaner that sort of thing makes sense uh which basically means the only way you could swim was pools uh and yeah. we all live in apartment buildings and it's not like apartment complexes where you have gyms and pools like yeah. gyms are more so common because it's just a room pool yeah. you sort of have to like pull out a whole deck yeah. you know right um uh, so i've never really like i've gone the only times i had gone to a pool was on family vacations when we went to like resorts and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it wasn't never really like i'd never no, knew how to swim yeah. you know because really i never that never really yeah. was given that opportunity or even seeked out that opportunity yeah. or like you know going to like a club or something like people do do that but again you know back then it was a different time i feel like for teenagers i guess so um, that makes sense so i guess if you never really saw it did you have any like want growing up of like oh like i want to go or i guess yeah. if, you, if you didn't know i mean i think i mean everyone knew like pools existed i just yeah, you know I, just, i think it was just an attraction uh because i was when we were when we were going through all of this um i'd spoken to some you know people who had done the program before me and i th- i was like hey you know like you are just another random person at a school especially newer you know all of us um were either in grade 10 or 11 so it's also right. like you know you it's not like you're starting a fresh so when when you go in people are they already have their groups like how do you gel in and everyone that i talked to said being being part of a sport is like the best way to get to know people because it sort of just le- gives you an opportunity to you know agree. get to know 20 30 people straight up 100%. you're you know training with them you got you all share different, common yeah. interests and yeah so that is like the best way to get to know someone if you are new to that place mm-hmm. because they're not new you are the new one coming in yeah and oh, yeah. back then i was a little um i had a little more fat on me than i do right now <laughs> yeah. um and so of all the things that i was i was i wasn't really interested in american football uh-huh. um so then i was like it's either that or swim season or or soccer in spring so i was like i come in fall i don't think i want to like straight up join a sport in fall like i want to like mm-hmm. you know get my bearings down make some friends see so it was either winter time or spring i had some like um conferences and stuff that i wanted to go to on that program like they do some things in feb and march So I was like, hey, I kind of want to do that right, as well right, with right. my program. That's like, oh, winter term, right? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like winter. I feel like swimming is like the biggest sport. So I was like, of course. You know, I'm interested. I would love to do that. So I just, yeah. I think I just wrote that down without really thinking too much, but like giving yeah. it just a little thought enough. And the local coordinator who's in charge of like the Rock Bridge and Buena Vista area, um, she read my file. Um, she was like, yeah, we we have That's a community cool. pool here. I, I think he'd be good. Um, there was also a guy. four years before me uh also from garaji um he 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 also came here i think i was the third pakistan and then there was another guy from up north okay uh so very similar uh so she was like yeah he, he wanted to swim so i think she i don't i don't know exactly what her yeah. thought process was but yeah. i think she saw my yeah, file she was like yeah. okay this would be a good enough kid like and then she got me here and then we found a family that's cool uh so it was <laughs> it was basically out of an essay that i had wrote like what yeah. to my host family you know i would yeah. love to do this 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 and they got stuff. you here that's pretty cool was swimming what you thought it would be like it was much it's harder hard, than dude, i thought it, it would be 
So yeah, um, what I, t- I mean, it's cr- that in wrestling are some of the best conditioning you can do for your body because you're using every single muscle in your body. Yeah, it's I, crazy. With wrestling, honestly, like disclaimer, um, I so John Ryan, he was my host brother. Mm-hmm. He was into wrestling, right? And so I think I've only wrestled like for like a minute or so with him, and that was when I was first year. I saw him wrestle. I went to the games. I just thought like it's a bunch of dudes pushing each other. Yeah. You know, I how hard could it be? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then I wrestled dude. him. Yeah. And like it is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, is yeah. like that's so funny. When someone's pinning you down and like it's also like all the wrestlers have very like formed muscles and it's like the grip is tight and you grip know it's strength. like it's like dude, it's everything. It, it, it's a it's, lot harder than people it think is, it is. It is 100% uh, harder. It, it, it really puts it in perspective. Um, I mean, it, it's funny because in high school, there are so many people. Um, it, it's a little less in, in college, but in high school, I had so many friends on the football team that are like, oh, I could, I could get their wrestling <laughs> practice. I do, I do my football <laughs> workouts. We do stuff at 7 a.m. We do drills, all that kind of stuff. Some of the best football players in the NFL have a, re- a background of wrestling history. Not only just because, you know, it translates yeah. pretty mm-hmm. well to yeah. the sport, but the conditioning and the discipline yeah. is ridiculous. Um, no, I, I'm pretty sure I was gassed out just in a, oh, yeah. less than a minute. I mean, I you're, you're essentially, because you're using every single muscle and you're nonstop, you're, it's almost equivalent to having to sprint yeah. in, in, in terms of like how tired you get. Yeah. Because so it, it it's 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 very difficult, um, mm-hmm. and I used to be pretty modest about it when I started wrestling. Like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm sure people could do it, but it it's, it is I've, hard. I've been pretty proud of you know it, it. You realize how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was gonna tell you, swimming is swimming is really difficult, and the conditioning is insane. And that's one of the best sports, or at least. Um, things wrestlers enjoy doing mm-hmm. to get their conditioning back um mm-hmm. maybe not enjoy doing but, yeah, but it it's it's really great for yeah conditioning. no i um i think towards the end of that year to this day i think i was at my best physical shape um oh, yeah. big partly because of swimming i was also taking strength training at That's school good. as like a pe yeah. um so i was doing both of those things together and it really did bring like in my 22 years of life, that one year or like the sixth month period was the best physical wow. shape that I was ever in. But funny story with swimming at the community pool here, um, at least back then they had six lanes, you know, lane one through six, yeah. one being like the people who would go to States, you know, they were good uh, enough. They would do their right. own drills. Six were sort of like the new, you know, like the freshmen, the newcomers, some middle schoolers who were, you know, just tra- mm-hmm. getting, getting into it and just, you know, so time variant and skill level based lanes. Guess where I started? Lane seven. Lane seven? Which is outside the pool <laughs> on the deck. And oh, you weren't even involved? No, with my the... coach was like, you have to, f- like for the first like week or so, she was literally like, okay, lay down flat on, and just like pull your arms out and yeah. your legs up and just move them in, on yeah. in the air. I mean, yeah. Because I, mean, I didn't yeah. even know how to like, you know, put my body straight up like straight enough for like swimming yeah. reasons. Oh, that makes sense. Um, That's wild. <laughs> and, and you were, this is your freshman year? This was my junior year. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> because again, never really yeah, been. Yeah, and yeah. then honestly, one of the things that I'm very proud of is um, 
I mean, I was part of like the home team, so I competed, but like yeah. my times didn't count per se for um for like the home meets because again, home, we did it at home, so like we had so many other people like enough that right. all the events were covered. But my coach was still like, "You need to swim of course. for yeah, yourself." Yeah, you need to get this reps on. Um, I did, I still I still have the video. I did my first fifty in I want to say a minute, which is a long like. From a, like a swimming perspective, yeah. it's a long time. I don't know if that's good or bad. I think it is very bad because I think the record at at the time it was somewhere in like the low twenties. So is it's it, like so double that's fifty the time. meters. Yeah, at, okay, or and fifty yards. Different. Is it yards? I, I think it was yards and not okay. meters. I'm not sure. I think the pool was so swimming fifty um, yards or meters. It's like and, so go, going back. I got you. Okay, um, back. and then by the end, um. I was part of a relay team, relay team. Um, yeah, we yeah. did like a um, a four by fifty. Like, so yeah. and you know, and it's it's kind of crazy, like to going from like within what two months, going from outside the pool to diving into you know, yeah, he- like that's a big step. It was, it was. I was very happy and like you should. It was, be. It was, it was a cool. good time. It's good to um, look back on like how much you've improved. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, e- even I, I. I would bring this, the only reason I bring this up is because, so I look back on a lot of just improving in wrestling. I don't really give myself goals of like, oh, I want to hit this many wins mm-hmm. or I want to get, I guess in swimming, it would be, I want to get to this time. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that you've gotten better, however big of a margin or small of a margin that is, it's like, you know, you should be proud of that. Yeah, I, f- I feel like a you're only in competition with yourself. You know, Absolutely. like looking back, if you're doing better than you were the day before, I think that's a win. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. uh, every day you just keep doing better and see where that's it goes. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, yeah you're, you're doing so. the, you know, I honestly feel like, I mean, obviously everyone has a certain potential to themselves. Um, you know, that's how, that's just realistically how it is. Like, um, there are some people who are better than others, just for for a variety of reasons could just be naturally they're just better like you yeah, can't there isn't really six, you, seven you know, wingspans your michael there is, yeah, yeah there isn't really you can anything you can yeah. do about that but if you are you know just giving your giving your best most of the days and trying to improve i think uh, that's a good outlook you can you can only work on yourself you that's, can't really change what anyone else is doing that's something um, i have a problem with in my sport is my mental is it stops me the most is like mm-hmm. I, so I, st- I started wrestling in eighth grade okay. um, and a lot of people that wrestle and pretty much do any sport it's like from when you were yeah, like five yeah they a lot of people um, start when they're very young mm-hmm. and there I mean obviously there are a lot of people on the team I only know of a, a few that have you know started after seventh grade okay. um, so I knew I was coming in to you know, college, I guess, by years being less experienced. Mm -hmm. But I try to remind myself that, you know, I should be pretty proud that I'm starting that late and I can hang or beat a lot of my teammates. But at the end of the day, we're getting each other better. We all want to improve. But Mm -hmm. my mental is my last thing I need to unlock. I'm I'm strong. I'm fast. And I have technique down. And if I want to put in time, I'll put in time. But Mm-hmm. It's just if if I don't believe that I can win, yeah. I'm not gonna win, and I, that that's with any sport. Yeah, you know, baseball it's... players, huge golf. I mean, all the top 100 people in the PGA, mm-hmm. they're all equivalent basically in skill. It's just mm-hmm. who's gonna show up that day and believes that they're yeah. gonna win. 
and that's you know that's who wins the Masters. That's who wins the yeah. PGA. Yeah. No, I so I think I think there is sort of a gray line between you know being cocky and being confident. Yeah. But I think you should you should you should expand that you know that line of being confident because. You only do live once, you know, like mm. if I know for myself, like I know my potential. I know what the things that I can do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if if I'm not living up to my own potential, that's a waste of, you know, the gifts that I've been given Absolutely. or the resources, you know, that people have put into me. Because at the end of the day, like, sure, some of it is just natural ability. Some people are just better than others naturally. Right. But a lot of it is also like I am where I'm at because of others and because of others, you know, like Fuck yeah. there, you, there's so many times like there's a lot of input of my family. There's a lot of input of my friends. There's a lot of imp- it's not like I'm some mental yeah. god, you know, yeah, like yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there have been times when I've been upset and like my friends have been like, yo, Dwesh, like you need to pull yourself up. Like, you, you know, you're better than this. It's okay. Like, it's just a blip in the road. Right. We, we, life goes on. We move on. Like, yeah. you know, that's fuck, fuck it, we ball. Basically, <laughs> fuck it, we ball. You know, like. <laughs> oh, that's, um, that's going at the beginning. So. That's going at the beginning. It's like, oh, you have to be like, yo, I, I know I'm good. And it's, I, you just have to go and get some things done. And it's, it's okay. There, life isn't perfect. It will never be perfect. There will be blips along the road. But I think you have to be like, yo, I, I know I'm good. I know my potential. And you just have to do it. You know, like yeah. everyone, everyone knows for themselves where they stand mm-hmm. and where this, they can see where everyone else is. Everyone else is standing. If you know you can do better, it's okay to take some rest every now mm-hmm. and then. But if you know you can, why aren't you? Yeah. You know, like go and do better. Yeah. Uh, and, and you can apply that to, I mean, that's everything yeah even in even school we're at we're at a we're at a it's literally everything we're at a university where there are everyone here works so yeah. hard yeah. is so talented is mm-hmm. is is so creative mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons i started this podcast is if i went four years without sitting down and getting to know really yeah. really cool people mm-hmm. and just educating myself and maybe learning something about me i mean i feel like that's a waste mm-hmm. is that I wanted to come to this school and I wanted to be around people that would push themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, care and, and, and I mean, just dive into really tough situations because that's what I want to surround myself with because that's also what I want for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's really difficult to sometimes think and think that way and maybe have motivation when you're surrounded by people that you know, oh, I had a 4-0 this semester. Well, <laughs> I didn't get a 4 and It's really, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's difficult, but it's, it's, it's very good. That no, I'm, I'm honestly like, this is very inspiring because one of the things that I, like recently, um, I've been thinking a lot about this and it's like the conversations that we have, you know, a lot of them, I feel like do not really have substance. If we had those conversations or even if we didn't, I think our lives would be, just the same like you so know so you're saying daily conversation yeah like those like it's important yeah those like you know those right. passing conversations or those yeah. gossipy conversations like it i think it seems like it's repeated yeah 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 because i, I think it's important to have those conversations just to you know you we're not machines you know like you're you're still interested in everyone's lives and all of that but i think this thing what you're doing right now and just talking about 
just talking in general to people about their lives their philosophy on life you know what they want out of their life i think it's it shows it tells a lot about them and it sort of makes you reflect on yourself as well like you know it's Very it's much. it's a good like why do people think that way even for like there are people who like who are not in relationships for, for instance for re- like for like genuine reasons they they yeah. think you know they're better off without or like they think they can you know do more things or whatever the reasons might be and like right. and it's like they have reasons and it's like oh their outlook on life you know mm-hmm. it it tells something like and it's yeah. a different way of looking at life you know and i think it's just like talking about life i i really enjoy it i think like it's one of my like there've been so many times when i've just spent literally like until 3 4 5 a.m. just been talking to people those are some of the best nights and it's like you get to know about someone really inside out more so just than their academics and sometimes it's or, not even planned no never it's, i don't think it's ever like hey let's sit down and talk about life tonight until 5 right. a.m. you just start up you know talking at 10 11 and it just goes on until 4 5 and you're like oh now is the time to like stop this you know mm-hmm. and i think those have been my favorite conversations mm-hmm. and i think this that's this when you really connect with someone yeah, too that's that's kind of what makes you wake up the next day and it's it doesn't have to be like hanging out at a party it can just be yeah, that and you kind of like maybe look at them differently or you mm-hmm. just are connected yeah um, and with he or she it's or, yeah it's it, it has nothing to do with socializing or alcohol or party or mm-hmm. gossip and it's just really who, who they are what they think how they think why they think a certain way. i think most people have reasons for why they think a certain way mm-hmm. even if they don't have it at the top of their head i think there have been experiences people have had that have yeah. shaped their opinions of Absolutely. things you know mm-hmm. and it's it's sort of like a therapy session per se where you're just trying to figure out oh, yeah. okay you know you 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 are an extrovert why is that why yeah. why do you some people crave you know attention. people's attention or like being around people but why really you know mm-hmm. i don't think it's all issue i think some people just enjoy being social and learning learning from others i feel you know if you're if you're the smartest person in the room all the time I don't think you're learning then because you know it's the yeah, same you, you don't realize how much you're learning from just talking to people and maybe even subconsciously you're yeah. not like thinking about that but you kind of mm-hmm. start to notice yeah. some of your own habits. I think yeah everyone everyone brings something to the table you know I, you, even even the dumbest guy in the room has something important to say because yeah. everyone has their clicks you know like I was I was talking to my brother today right he he is a doctor I My dad is a doctor. My I come from a, you know, family of I couldn't tell you anything biology related. But I was talking to him about renters insurance <laughs> and things like that and yeah. he's like this is so, you know, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I could tell him all of that and it's like we we were you know, we all grew up in very sh- similar, you know, environments. Right. But his interests are very different mind but if he was if he was having a conversation about finance, I don't think he would know anything. Yeah. and he would come off as like you know like some very unaware person right but it's like he he can you know probably run circles around you when it comes to like bi- biological oh, stuff yeah. or medical stuff yeah. i think you know so like everyone has their own thing you just have to like talk to them i think yeah. and everyone has it's cool though yeah. i like i yeah. like to figure out people's kind of path to how they got where they are yeah. you know i i thought for the longest time that i wanted to be an architect 
Okay. I love drawing. Um, I'm a decent drawer. I'm not like I'm not talented at all, but I, mm. I, I, I can sketch. Um, and I always liked that as a kid. And then I got really big into floor plans okay. and, you know, just I thought it was so fun to, to all that kind of stuff. So I was like, yeah. all right, I'm definitely going to be an architect um, with the, you know, whole slanted table yeah. <laughs> and the light and all that kind of stuff. And I even got uh, a little architect. Um, they have like the cheap uh, like kits that you can mm -hmm. do as a kid with all the uh, whatever. But I thought that's what I was going to do. And my sophomore year of high school, me and my mom started visiting uh, different colleges and we visited WNL and this I, I've wanted to come to WNL since seventh grade. Okay. Um. So for a while, mm -hmm. and that had to just do with one of my uh, teachers in middle school, and it was really similar to my high school. But mm -hmm. besides that, we started seeing. Um. We visited other colleges, and we looked at Virginia Tech, and we looked at uh Savannah College of Art and Design. A lot of them tailored towards you know the interest in architecture and just mm -hmm. um arts in general. And then after visiting two of them. And looking at the architecture program, it just completely turned me off to that idea. I saw it just I, I saw people working on, you know, models and all that kind of stuff. And I think once it became almost real, yeah. It wasn't, you know, once you make something like a hobby, like drawing or anything, like, all right, now you're mm -hmm. this is this is what you have to do. This is you're getting a grade, all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. It just it became I was just not interested in it at all anymore. Yeah. Um yeah. And, I don't know if it was just the environment of the school, but I just, I came back from that trip and I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to do architecture. That's, I, I think this is, um, this is something I've also thought about. And it's like, you know how people say, oh, if you love what you do, you will never, you know, work a day you in never your life. Never work a day in your life, yeah. I, I am of the belief that, sh okay, sure. But it's also, I don't think you necessarily have to love what you're doing. I think you it's, think so? yeah, because it's not necessary to like equate what you love with, oh, if it's making you money, you know, like, I think you could, I think you should do something that you're good at. And because, you know, um, personally, I, I wouldn't, you know, some, some, anything that I'm doing professionally, I would want to be very good at it. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily something you have to love because if it's providing for all, all that you, you know, all that you need. Yeah. And it's also providing you enough opportunity to do what you love. I think you can separate the two. Um, because point. it's, you know, you love architecture. I, I'm assuming you still do love architecture. But, it's, yeah. I, you know, it's I not something... I appreciate good architecture. Yeah, yeah, I, I love looking at But I don't stuff. think it's not, it's something, it's very different between modeling at home for fun and just yeah. creating 3D floor plans and be like, if I was to make a house, I would make, you know, my house, this interior design would look like that. Right. Versus making a corporate building for you know just another skyscraper mm -hmm. you know so like i'm of the belief that if you you do what you do what you have to do what you want to do and if you're good at it that's good enough um you don't have to love what you're mm -hmm. doing because most jobs you know they'll be what nine to five nine to six yeah but if you're coming home you know you have if the family is important to you and you mm -hmm. know you're you're you know, you're surrounded by good people, friends, family, um, partners, whatever, whatever that may be for for each to, to each their own sort of thing. And you're learning and you're growing and you're doing what you love. I think, you know, it's OK to yeah. like separate the two. Um, so, again, you know, it, it's, it's OK if you're not a yeah. professional architect, if you still love it. And if it, you know, you can do it on the side for yourself and you're happy. I think right. that's perfectly fine. I like that. So, 
What are you interested in? Uh, so you said econ and mm-hmm. math. Okay. And um, is the double major? It is a double major. Okay. Um, so professionally, I I'm interested in honestly all things finance and tech. Uh, I'm going into investment banking. Um, I'm I hope to plan to stay there for for some time. Yeah. Um, long term, I think I'm still just figuring out in the sense that I'm I'm interested in like you know a lot of things, but it's hard to be like, hey, this is what I want my long term career to be because it's also I think it's also a little premature to think what I would be doing ten years from now because ten years from now things would be very different. Right now, all the decisions that I'm making, I'm making as a 22-year-old single person, you know? 10 years from now, if I have a partner, you know, if I have a family or even my own, like, current family, like, my parents are getting older, you know? There's so many other things in place that I don't even know now they exist, you know? Yeah. Uh, So it's hard to be like, oh, I will live in New York City for the rest of my life. You don't know that, you know? If I have a family, you know, it's you just it's you hard to like you know you have to feel out other places, um, or if my partner doesn't want to live there or whatever that may be. So I think right now my my professional and career interests are just banking, um, sticking it out, seeing seeing what's there, making connections, meeting people. Uh, again, because I'm not from the country, um, I still want to get a feel of right. everything. Um, mm-hmm. I've been to the West Coast, but I've only been for like a week as a vacation. Um, oh really? Um, I went. Was that in California? It was in California. Okay. I went to SF, LA, um, Claremont, Stanford. Just you know, the three four cities. Right. I'm going back this summer, so my internship is in San Francisco. Oh, because really? I've been to New York more than I have to California, right. so I have a good feel of New York. But I, you know, I've never really lived in California long enough to like know what it's like on a day to day. Yeah. And I feel like people on either coast, you know, speak very highly of their own coast and you know yeah. it's like when I was talking to people and I was like why New York and they were like oh it's New York and I'm like yeah but like there has to be more than oh it's New York because Absolutely. I also like I come from a huge city so like big buildings and like you know the city the hustle bustle of city is not something that is that I'm you know craving because I've already had you know been there done that for 18 years of my life right Um. so it's like what exactly about New York is something, you know, that you really, that keeps you in New York. Or what, yeah, there are no, people who move yeah. from New York to SF and I talk to them and I'm like, why California? And they gave me reasons for why California. So definitely this summer, taxes. <laughs> definitely not the taxes. <laughs> I'm looking at apartments. They're very expensive. Um, I'm looking what, 3,500, 4,000 a month. And it's like crazy expensive. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, hopefully, um, so luckily my, my training is in New York for a couple of weeks and then I fly to SF for the remaining of eight weeks. So I think it'll give me a good perspective of both the areas. Yeah. And then, you know, will give me actual insight and not just, you know, talking on mm-hmm. call because I think everyone has their own perspective on living in a city um, or whatever city that might be. So hopefully we'll see where I go from there. That'll be cool. um, just as interests, I think... I'm very into like badminton and chess. The reason oh, I was late today, I spent a good three hours today. Uh, so currently the World Chess Championship is happening. And today was, so it's a, it's a, it's between Ding Lenin from China, who's the world number three, and Jan Pomniche, who's world number two from Russia. 
um, because world number one is Magnus Carlsen, and he's yeah. he's like I'm not um, competing yeah. again. So it became between two and third or whatever. Um, so it's a it's a you have it's it's a competition a championship of fourteen games, and today was fourteenth game. And oh, it's so best was, of fourteen. It was now so. So if you win, you get a point. If it's a draw, you get half a point. And if you lose, it's zero. So anyone who gets the first one to get seven and a half wins. So you have to win one more than you know. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so um, the score was six and a half, six and a half today, and then it drew again. So it's seven each. So no one really won, and it'll go in playoffs. That's how playoffs. people they are. Yeah, it was, it was very crazy. And so and it's like this live. it's a live game, and there's commentary, and it's like they get two hours each. And then once you hit move 40, you get one hour additional. So I think the game lasted six and a half hours. Just one game of chess. Wow. Um, because, I mean, they're, they're, they are quite literally the best, you yeah, know, chess no, players on the planet. So they're calculating, li- you know, lines that, I mean, I'm only dated around 1200. But it's like the, the commentators, you know, they run all these different lines and then tell you about it. So I was literally in bed just, for a couple of hours just listening to them really? and like that's cool uh so it's it's, it's something no it, it makes me feel yeah, good it's like i think it is cool. you know it's like i there there were times when pretty pretty much almost i want to say you know two to three times a week if not more i would go home no matter how much later night i would a play a game or watch like a half an you hour know. youtube video on like chess really? because it's like the way I think about it is like if I'm going home at like you know midnight one a.m. and if I can still if my brain is still sharp then that means you know that means I f- it makes me feel good about it. I'm like oh, yeah I'm smart you know yeah. like yeah. So, so that's that's like the primary reason but I don't know it's a very good game like there's so oh, so it's such a neat and intricate game and there's so many different variations. Um, I mean obviously I'm not at that level at all. Uh, so my games you know, end quicker. But when you listen to the commentators and they're like, oh, this pawn move that this guy made five moves ago was because he calculated all oh, of is this. is that what they say? Yeah, it's like really? they make you run and it's like this one thing that he did five moves ago somehow impacts the game five moves down the line. And it's like, it's very crazy. And it's it's a mind game, you know? Yeah, like oh, it's, yeah. it's No, it's, I just, just, I just got back into good. it. Um. I, I made a list of like spring term um, or, or goals I want to do yeah. in spring term besides my class now that I have this free time. And one of them was I want to watch a couple of like classic um, films that I've never yeah. seen. Um, that's a, that's but, a good one. But the other one besides just being on, I, I, a lot of them have to do with me not being on my phone or inside. So mm-hmm. throwing the baseball, um, but also practicing the guitar, guitar and playing mm-hmm. chess. Nice. I went back over spring break and played chess with my brother who was um, 14 and he had, last time I saw him uh, over Christmas break, he mm-hmm. wasn't, he hadn't played chess. So he was playing on, you know, he does yeah. the chess.com. Yeah. He plays that and he's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. You know, <laughs> and he beat me in the first game and I hadn't played since last year. Chess is something that yeah. You got to keep practicing. Yeah. Because you, gonna, you forget. Yeah. Is, right. Yeah. You just got to be sharp and yeah. like quick. And I'm trying to be better at being quick. I'm a good player if I have time. Yeah. I'm not the best at thinking Instant, quickly. Yeah. yeah. So that's something I want to get better at. But, and then 
uh, we played best of three, and then the next year I swept them. Uh, that's just for age. But um, we'll have to play a game. Yeah, soon. I would. I, love I think to. you would. I, you would destroy. I. Them. I don't think. I honestly don't think so. I. Um. There are some people that I found here who are actually very good players. Okay. Um. Like they're rated. I want to say sixteen, seventeen hundreds. Really. Um. And is that I, on chess.com? Chess. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think. I. I haven't met anyone who like actually goes to competitions. Yeah. Um. I would want to do that, like an over the board competition, just to That'll see. I think it's a good experience to have. Just oh, yeah. I've never actually done any competitions. It's all online. Um. I used to hate the online. It's. I used to hate it. I've gotten. I've gotten weird. into yeah. it. I've. I've. I've accepted it more. Um. But I used to. I used to just avoid getting the apps because I only liked playing with the pieces, and I um, still like playing with yeah. the actual pieces. But um. I've gotten more online and stuff like that. It's. I think once. I got like very much into online over the board became very weird because online is basically a phone. So you can see the entire board very clearly and you can, it's very easy to like make lines in your head. Absolutely. Over the board is this big board, you know, it's very hard to like remember yeah, everything. 3D pieces. Yeah. Three, yeah. yeah. So it's funny how yeah. like on a phone is easier. Easy, yeah. So I, with my phone, I think definitely playing more on the phone, I think got me better quicker. You think so? Uh, yeah. Uh, also, like, that. just watching YouTube videos, doing courses. Oh, uh, I don't know like, if I can get into the YouTube videos. Because it's like... I probably need to, though. I mean, I think... it's Otherwise, you're just learning, and I think you're learning by your own mistakes. You're not learning anything new, per se. Uh, but Absolutely. this... You know the the YouTube, yeah, the YouTube, YouTube videos are like... They, you know, they're, they're telling you both sides of it, and then, mm -hmm. you know, sort of like... Also t telling you, excuse me, the thought process, yeah. and I don't know. I think like I've learned a, learned a couple of openings just by watching like YouTube videos and this. Yeah, you watch it enough times, you, it it sort of is in your memory of which piece goes where next. Uh, so that's you know that's something that I do regularly. Um, you know, outside of everything that's going on yeah. on campus, it's academics. a good break. Yeah. It's a good oh, break from uh, stuff. Definitely. But you're also like using brain power, which is. Really yeah. healthy, yeah. especially if you're doing yeah. like that, because you have to think so much. Yeah. I I grew up and I I started playing chess. Um, I don't remember, but it was definitely before ten years old. And I used mm -hmm. to, I was pretty good at it. I'm not. I may have even been able to beat myself now, just because I played it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, but I I then I stopped playing it for years, and then the first time I picked it up in like five years was last year. Um, but it was it's so fun to like sit down with someone but because you, you can talk but mm -hmm. also like play yeah. and all that kind of stuff it's a, it's a good game i of all the board games i think it's definitely one of my favorites yeah it's great things like monopoly and stuff i think they're a good Apple like you know like yeah. your family like sitting yeah. down I want like, fun. You yeah want I, want, I want i love card games like oh, yeah. uh, because it's like you have to think, you know. Like I, I think I'm, I'm also good at counting cards. Oh yeah, Wait, not, you know not like cards? not like blackjack counting cards, but like enough to like. So like I don't the know, whole math thing where like you enough to like on a regular game. I I think I would be Give a, an above some average. Yeah, I would be above average. Really? But I don't think I would go to a casino and That's like cool. so. No, yeah. Uh, so we play like games like Pinnacle, which is it's it's a different weird and different card game but it sort of requires some strategy on how you lay down cards like in what order really because you have to think um what everyone else has because mm -hmm. they're sort of like a trump card mm -hmm. and you play in pairs um but you, you have to bid and like you so you have to bid to 
like decide what the Trump suit is, right? Okay. Yeah. So let's say if I I bid enough points um, and I get the um, I get the Trump card, my partner can give me three cards. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, to like those would be the suit cards because I would be running the table. So like if I have all the Trump, I can like Trump every other card and get those points, right? Because I have yeah. to make the bid or whatever. And so the idea is. I, I say, oh, hearts is like the trump card or the trump suit. Right. And my, my partner gives me three cards, which has zero hearts. That means he probably does not have any hearts, which means any of the hearts, like all the hearts that I do not have, my opponents have. Right. So whatever I put down, they can probably use their hearts to like yeah. trump it. Right. So you, ha- you sort of have to place down cards in a way that the way they lay out huh. is like those Trump is yeah. sort of useless and That's you cool. so it's like it's not it's a little strategy it's little like you should you need to know right. what cards there are how to lay them out things like that um, I don't think I can like if you watch like you know blackjack movies I, yeah. I don't think I can count enough to like oh all of these cards yeah, of course um, but enough to like be above average huh. at card games That's cool and you just I wanted love. to pick that up just I, I like I've never like it's, I think it just comes like if you're into like strategy games yeah. I think it your brain just works a certain way yeah. um, I was never I, n- I never really like learned card strategy yeah. it's just, it just I think my brain up, yeah. my brain is better at those things than That's it cool. is like you play you poker? Know, I do play we have a poker club here um, we play weekly yeah I can I, I can add you to the group chat is we, it uh, was it Texas Hold'em it is Texas Hold'em uh, I think it's a $20 buy-in that's fun uh, we play weekly yeah oh dude so, what I didn't yeah. know about that yeah we play I, uh, yeah all these small year. things is I, I think and I wish this this was all before I had a phone you know when I was like playing all these games yeah. and there was some simplicity before having a phone where yeah you know you, you could have those games and I used to play poker with my dad a lot um, mm-hmm. and I would you know, I, I it, it was just fun. You know, I, I learned yeah. five card draw. Um, okay. I don't know if you know that no, version. I... It's it's an easier version where rather than using um, sharing cards in the middle, you know, where in Texas Hold'em they lay down five yeah. and then you have two. Mm-hmm. In this one, you're given, um, you are given, I think, I, I think you're given five cards over time. And you make bets as you get things, so oh. it's it's a little bit simpler. Okay. Um, I guess you can do wilds, whatever, but it's just okay. that's kind of what I started with. And yeah. then my fraternity plays uh, Texas Hold'em sometimes too. Okay, so yeah, no, that's, it's, that's cool stuff. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good. I think there aren't a lot of like you know like social stuff here, mm-hmm. like outside of like you know partying and stuff like that. So it's good to like I don't know. Poker is a fun time. It's just you know you spend an hour or two just. Well, it goes catching by so up. fast. It too. goes by very fast. There's some skin in the game, not enough that you're feeling bad, but enough that you also do want to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, now that like the NBA draft or whatever is going on, so like that is playing in the background. You know, oh, yeah. so that's a good time. Yeah, I, I can add you the group chat. Um, That'd I think, be sweet. Yeah, That'd be sweet. You're doing weekly yeah. stuff. Um, well, I, I know it's been over an hour. I just wanted to yeah. ask you kind of one more thing, um, if if you don't mind. Yeah. I, I wanted to know, kind of, so when you grew up. I know we talked about um, was Urdu the your original mm-hmm. language that you learned? Uh, no, so Urdu is the national language of Pakistan, um, but I grew up speaking Sindhi. So Karachi is a city in the state of Sindh, um, and we have four states. Yeah, and every state has a sort of like a 
we call them provinces. Mm-hmm. And so every province sort of has a provincial language. Um, oh, wow. Just going back. Because, again, Pakistan, India, we, you know, we... Um, we got independence from the from the British in 1947. Mm-hmm. Um, so before then, you know, there were more ethnic ethnic groups, right. and then over the, you know over the years, over centuries, they've been conquered by different groups. Okay. Um, but even before all of that, I think you know that area was just very ethnically diverse. So I spoke, I still speak Sindhi at home. Um, I went to a, I've always went to a, you know English speaking private school. Yeah. So English, I think English was more, is definitely like the language I'm best at because I never, like, I never really wrote Sindhi. It was just a oh, language really? that I speak at home with my parents, with my extended family, that sort of thing. But yeah. we were never really like taught to read and write. So it's, it's literally, so you've like, been le- okay. it's only like, I just know how to speak it. Yeah. Even, even um, learning English since you were basically in kindergarten. Wow. That's uh, cool. So like I, and then Urdu. It's also something I've been learning since, you know, kindergarten grade one, but because I had a three year gap when I was in the Middle East and we sort of stopped learning Urdu when we were in grade 10. Like you have to give an exam and then once you're done, you're sort of, you know, you're done like practicing it, like written every day to day. So it's like my Urdu, like I'm good at speaking, like I can get by, uh, but like reading wise, you know how like news headlines come in? I would be like halfway through a news headline and like it would just like they would move on to the next one because I'm really? like you know I'm like still like reading and this so I can't like oh, I'm I not gotcha. the best at like no, reading nice. like I if you give me enough time I can probably read it of course uh, with a lot of mistakes <laughs> but it's like I'm not like the best at right, it right. Uh, so like English would and then I learned a little like I'm good at Hindi um, I'm also a quick reader and a writer in Hindi so how many languages do you know um, English or- Sindhi Urdu Hindi these i think i would say proficient like i'm proficient right. in all four i learned a little arabic when i was in the middle east but that was you know grade eight was literally eight years ago so it's like it's yeah. been a long time so right. i can still right. read and write it yeah. because i know the script that's so cool but i don't think i can speak it like i, I, I know awesome. like i know hi how are you i'm good yeah. how would you say that um aslam alaikum kefa aslam alaikum is just a islamic slash culture like arab culture greeting yeah. it just says um hi how are you um you know peace be upon him or whatever That's and then cool. kefal is how are you um and then i know like some words so i like there was a there was a time when i was <laughs> long story but there was a time when i was um i was i was into this girl who who was a big language fanatic like i think she spoke eight languages eight languages um oh and God. arabic was one of them so i learned like oh, oh. you're beautiful and like oh yeah you're <laughs> a player, dude. and like i i um on valentine's like i sent her like a you know those um those anonymous gifts or whatever and i okay. like i wrote a se- like i wrote a sentence in dude, like arabic that's sick. <laughs> so like i know s- some specific words here and there yeah. but like broken sentences I like that no, nothing to hold a conversation i got you i got you um, um no okay. language is so cool yeah. i i wanted i took spanish all throughout or for as long um as i can remember in in high school and middle school mm-hmm. before that um and i got to where i could speak it pretty well nice. and the only thing that was holding me back was just not knowing some vocab words but you know had the grammar all that kind of stuff down and i could have taken it more going into high school or mm-hmm. going into college but i 
I just I knew I wanted to do a language minor because language is so cool yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of landed on Russian just because I'm nice. from Belarus. Yeah. And then on a Russian just sounds cool. It is. Cool. You know, like, I, I honestly did it on I, that. I know like two or three words. What about where, where, like what yet? <laughs> you yet. know, just like no, <laughs> like uh, when I was here, uh, first year, like for the high school program, there was also another guy who was doing the same program. He was from Ukraine. Uh, so he spoke Ukrainian and Russian. So he he taught um, me some words, but you know, again, that was like twenty seventeen eighteen. Yeah. It's been five years now. Uh, but no, Russian is. I mean, yeah. You know, leaving aside the political stuff that's happening, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, as yeah. as a language, I think it's it's always good. Some to people know. think it's not a good choice to learn it because I mean, there's no there's not going to be uh, an, a need for it. <laughs> that's what some people say. I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I think I mean. Whatever the political, you know, situation and how it results to be, I think at the end of the day, there are significant number of Russians and, you know, people from that region, like even if they're not from Russia, like mm-hmm. a lot of Eastern Europeans, for, yeah. you know, for whatever the historical events have led to them being um, whatever country they're in today, I think they still speak Russian. I think it's harder for a language to die out. Especially like a language like Russian, you know, like yeah, uh, it's easier for like you know, communal languages which are only spoken in like Very, this one community yeah. to die out over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I don't even if you know whatever like the <laughs> political situation, I think yeah. I don't think the like the um, language is gonna die out. Um, I don't think so. so. I, don't, I, I don't know. There's Just good literature politics. in Russia. Like all, yeah. there's a there's a very good like Russian literature. Um, that I think I mean you know you 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 can learn from wherever you can learn from and yeah why not actually read Russian books and, oh, yeah. you know so that's what we I just took a Russian literature class yeah. um and I'm having I'm gonna try to get a couple people on this podcast that are from Russia um, mm-hmm. and one one girl from Ukraine but I want to yeah kind of hear all about that and yeah. the different cultures and stuff yeah um, no sounds good yeah uh the, the and and the kind of last thing that I really wanted to talk about um for you is and I hope this doesn't lead down to too long. I don't know how much time you have, but, um, mm-hmm. so I just want to hear about like, I think religion's really cool. You mm-hmm. know, um, I grew up as a, as a Christian, but you know, I, I still think it's really cool to, I, I was debating on having like religion as some sort of minor because it's, you know, it's just so cool how mm-hmm. they emerge and how a lot of, um, ideals overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of want to kind of hear how that like plays in your life and like how important that is. Mm-hmm. Are you, um, what so is... so I was born and raised um, a Hindu. Mm-hmm. My family is practicing Hindu. Um, I think in most Hindu families, you would find um, they sort of have a temple uh, yeah. um, in their house. So we do like do idol worshiping. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, so that temple would have like idols and stuff. Um, and there's one in my house as well. And I think, I mean, in my family, like even immediate family, but also extended family, I think there are people who are more religious than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. I I I think I am like I I I wouldn't say I'm an atheist. I do believe in God. Um, and if there was a religion that I would associate the most with, it would be Hinduism. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think I've had my spiritual calling yet. If that makes sense. Um, huh. Like. I have interacted with a lot of religions growing up because I went to a Catholic school growing up. Uh, but because it, it was in Pakistan, Pakistan is a Muslim majority country, I think 
95% of the people in the class were muslims mm-hmm. um i do know so i have studied bible not like bible so i yeah. know um as part of so you have to take like a religion class in pakistan yeah uh, so it's either like islam islamiyat which is the study of islam which most muslims and like all muslims ended up doing so mm-hmm. we had an alternative and then because there were also christians in the school um we they were also taught bible knowledge so as hindus we had the we had the choice of studying either or uh i ended up taking bible knowledge uh so i know the book of matthews and the acts of apostles by yeah. heart okay uh like we had to basically memorize it uh so i have studied like a little bit like i haven't read the entire bible but i know like enough of a little bit about old testament yeah, more so about the new yeah. testament um my family here are are, are christians um and i do go to church um i i don't partake in the communion but i do listen to sermons and things like yeah. that but i think yeah i, I think personally I, i would want to be more spiritual than i am right now i think like my life i think is it just revolves so much about the daily things yeah which i haven't yet found the time or the calling to just sit down and reflect on eternity or like life beyond or questions like those like haven't really pronged me so far and it's so it's it is very hard to do and there are some people in my life who at least over the last couple of years have honestly like i think they have found their calling mm-hmm. like you don't have to be a you know a priest but Absolutely. i think they they religion is whatever you know how what it is to you and how it impacts you and mm-hmm. you know it's i'm very happy for them that they they are a lot more religious and spiritual than they are now yeah um because i think they just found their calling and but i i'm yet to like i do believe in in a god and i think i think it's like faith and belief mm-hmm. like i do have that belief but i think it's like i don't have that like like undying faith yeah. you know like i think no, it's I, get it. i would love to have that i think it's just i Why need to like why do you think you love to have it though like i would know, want some people I, are content with not I, i they are um i think it's just the people around me um most of them are religious um uh, or have they just know more and i think i would love to know more even about, even with hinduism i don't know like the customs that we have i know the stories behind it mm-hmm. but not more than oh this thing happened so we celebrate this day you know oh yeah. something happened so we celebrate easter right but i don't know the entire story you know Makes or sense. something like jesus was born so we celebrate yeah. christmas yeah, yeah. but it's like i don't know you know like okay mm-hmm. yes but do you know about the life of jesus and stuff yeah. like that right so it's like i would want to know more just for myself to like actually like make that i don't think there's a decision to be made per se but i think it's also i don't know i i do like to learn about things and if i'm you know even though like whatever i'm doing academically i just want to know more about philosophy and history so why not religion you know why not it, it i think it is a shame that i don't know more about hinduism like personally i feel a little yeah. like because when because i'm surrounded by non hindus pretty much all the time when they ask me about it my i i'm like okay disclaimer like i don't know enough <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my understanding i got gotcha. you like i don't want to start like i want to tell them because very likely they will probably never ask that question from from anyone ever again and whatever i tell them they just yeah they, they'll take with them and that's their understanding of it 
So if I can't like, you don't like, yeah, service, yeah, so, you. you know, so it's, it's things like that. Uh, but yes, I do like I am yeah. religious per se. Uh, and I was born and raised a Hindu. Still I am a Hindu. That's so. cool. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, I, I was raised Christian, and I, I wish I was a little bit more um, religious. Mm-hmm. My more reasons, I guess, are some of my favorite people um, in my life are, I guess, more religious. Yeah, and they have yeah. some values that maybe would help with me, um, and maybe you know, it, it, it's sometimes nice to put faith in something yeah if you can't explain yeah it. yeah so. it's, it's it's always very crazy to me like some people just put it on him you know it's like yeah things will work out and i'm like yeah but like you need to be doing something <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like i it's very hard for me to just be like yeah you know it is what it is god yeah. will make it fine i'm like yeah god will make it fine but i think i feel like i have to do something Absolutely. on my own as well okay. but just to have that undying faith, you know, like I, yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet, but it would be good to be there. There are some things that are just out of your control, you know. Okay. So it's, it's hard to, it's, it's, it'll, it's good to just put it on, put it on a, you know, different entity yeah. and be like, it'll be fine. And oh, yeah. things are usually fine. So. Yeah, dude, yeah. thanks so much for coming yeah. in. No, man. this was, this was probably one of the best it. talks I've ever had. Not <laughs> <No>. even. <laughs> Not even, but like at on campus. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. It was, it was good. Hopefully, if uh, if some more fun stuff comes up, I mean, it seems like we uh, we can talk for a yeah. while. So yeah, yeah, for maybe sure. Maybe we'll do it again. You yeah, know, and for have a sure. Part two, so. For sure, I'll add I'll, you to uh, like. Uh,